Oh shit, 2020 is still better than country music. Wow. Wow. I'm dreaming. Ain't like that pretty motherfucker anyway. <laughs> that just it fits with the whole thing. It fits with the whole thing. Oh, Hi everybody, welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. This is the mood we're in today. We don't like you pretty motherfuckers. I like that pretty motherfucker anyway. <laughs> in case some of you are wondering why we're starting today's show off with this song. Can anybody figure it out? I, you can probably figure it out. What's your guess? Turn off the lights, goddammit. Turn off the <laughs> lights. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know where I am. I don't know what happened. No. Dreaming about, I'm not dreaming about you, not in this scenario. That had to be a dream. Like a deep, a deep dream. That nigga got knocked in the rim. He was still, I saw pictures he was still laying there after the Mike Tyson fight. <laughs> like, he was still on the like side. Like, they, they left him in the ring? He, no, he was, yeah, he was just, like, on the outside of the ropes. And they were still trying to get him situated. Yeah. That is just. Yeah. Just let me sleep, goddammit. Yeah. Don't wake me up until my dream is complete. It's out. Just, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Turned off the lights. But I definitely hear it ringing. Yeah. I definitely hear it ringing. Welcome to Just a Dope Ass Podcast. For those of you that did not get it, <laughs> we're definitely talking about the fight. Yo. That was a special dedication to Nate Reezy. Niggas have to like really, really like everybody 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 is a fight fan. Like I'm a fight fan. Like, okay. We're all fight fans. But like you niggas have got to start respecting that like I don't give a shit what combat sport it is like respect the craft yeah please. bro this is a there's there's a there's a craft, the craft to it there's please. a it's called the sweet science for a reason like niggas are not just in here fucking swinging for the fucking fences for no like god like i don't like even at the most basic of training and that and that's what that's one thing fucking uh Good old uncle, you know, Uncle Shay, Uncle Shannon, you know, Shay Sharp. He said, he even said he was like, bro, like, how do they teach you like no defense? Like you're fucking, you're na- you're like you're not, you know, you're not like you know, me, a regular dude off the street going to like you have access to like really good dudes, right? Like you know, even if you didn't go to the tip top, you didn't go find Mayweather. You have access to dudes who are actively fighting, like real camps actively doing it putting tweaks like new age shit whatever the fuck is hot in boxing right now you had access to that and like my nigga like uh, like for instance you're on the card with fucking um mike who arguably might be one of the best fundamentalists period like you didn't need no fancy shit at all you didn't need the shoulder but you just the basic nigga peekaboo like put your fucking hands up and move out of the way of the like holy shit dog like i mean Here's where I'll shoot him a little bit of bail. But before we get into that, before we get into it, because it's going to tie into a lot of what we're talking about today. How's everybody doing today? I'm good. You're I'm, good? Way, I'm better than Nate. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably not. He's fucking a millionaire. Like, we're just going to put to put this in perspective. Like, this is one blip. That nigga could be a ho- halfway across the world with his phone in the bag. That nigga don't care. But, right. you know. 
I'm doing fine. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. You're pretty good? Yeah. Why just pretty good? You tired. This this time change is making me sick. Need a nap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, bro. I'm always like, I'm tired. She said. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) We ain't no spring chicken now, goddammit. I'm a summer chicken. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Hot. She's a. (sighs) No, no, hot girl summer chicken. I mean, mean, you said it. Hot chicken is a thing right now, apparently. You said, I'm a thamai chicken. That makes that. We've hot out here, spicy. I just, I mean, if that's your thing, we don't judge here. Just so you know, we don't judge here on the show. So if hot chicken is how you feeling, hey. I mean, hot chicken is popping. It is. Hot chicken serves its purpose. You too much of it is going to make your stomach hurt. Yo. No, I will. Yeah. Yeah, like. Get all up in the meaty part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, they, they, I don't even know. Are we talking about chicken still? Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I'm about. I'm, I went straight to actual to both. chicken. It applies to both. Go ahead. Go I ahead. I mean, yeah. Run That's with it. It's just you know, too, it's too hot. You know, for me, unless you just like are sport eating. Well, yeah, no, that's a whole nother. That's yeah, a whole nother situation. Hurt me, goddamn! Look at hold up. Wait a minute, goddamn! That shit gotta be terrible on the way out. Like to do it on hot ones. Oh, I his mean, shit, if you eat a lot of them, his shit got to kill. It depends on how many days. of them you eating. It depends on how many of you. Sean Evans. Sean Evans. Yeah, that ice cube is not gone. Nah, bro. If your ass is on fire, ice one single ice cube is not gonna do. Here's a goddamn. Thing. But here, here's the thing. Like, you still would have to. You would have to wait because, like, you're not gonna do it. Like, as the act is going on, you're gonna. My ass, y'all ain't never had. But you're gonna put. You're gonna put an ice cube in your ass mid poop. Yes, because it should be burning. You gonna put boo boo in your hands. It don't matter if it's hot. You ain't never had shit. I mean, yeah, but I'm just not gonna. Bo- I don't want a boo boo in my hand. Right. Okay, we gonna get graphic. You gotta squirt, pause, go up in there, and then squirt, pause, go up. It's like- Did you? I feel like the ice would dissolve quickly it too. It's a lot. Hey. Hey, hey, this hey. Is, here's here's the thought. Here's the thought in case anybody's wondering, you know, like you're going to put something cold and wet in there to get rid of the heat, right? The burning sensation. Yes. Don't we have baby wipes for that? But it does not, it's not cold. Why do you want to do things the difficult way? I've had hot shits. I just don't want to shit in my hand is all right. too. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. I just... this. <laughs> You're speaking to two. We have pledged. Yeah, <laughs> we've, we've had some some hot situations. Trust me on this one. Yeah, I've, baby wipes suffice I mean, nobody said just use one. It's just. I think you just feel like putting a finger in the ice cube no, in your ass. I mean, yeah, you, if you want to play with your ass, you that's feeling, fine. I just I feel like judge even that. You, there's just other times to play with your ass. You can. I'm not judging. You could, you could just play with your ass at any given time, do, except. During that specific whatever, moment. Whatever you are feeling, you can do that. I'm not mad at you at all. Like, please, by all means, do your thing. I'm not, hey, I'm not here to judge. None of that. So, I mean, we learned something new about you today. Yeah. Somebody likes to play <laughs> with the Buddha hole. Yeah. So, you know, like, I like to... <laughs> I like to kick it up a notch, man. Like, y'all just out here playing with y'all, but you ain't never dodge poop while you do it. Like, yeah, that's wow, you know? I never yeah. had poop on my fingers. So, yeah, go do it something right, David. You know? 
Yeah, Indiana Jones and the attack of the fucking mm. spurt skirt. <laughs> Sheesh. Yikes. Yikes. You're living life on the edge. Hey. Like, on the rim. Ha ha. Ha I don't know if you can hear that. Can you hear that? If, if we can't, they could. I think they can. I don't know how, like. I don't know how that works. It's like hit or miss with the fucking sound effects. But it's never hit or miss for them. It'd be hit or miss for us. Oh, well, screw it. Because I don't know. If it, it played, then they heard it. But you guys know where a nicely placed do would work. So yeah. Screw you guys. Apparently, betwixt their cheeks. But, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> only if it's cold. Only if it's cold. Only if it's cold. I keep my dildos in the freezer. <laughs> Yo, this. <laughs> Cold, so cold butt play. Mm. Cold yeah. play. <laughs> That's a thing. It if is a thing. Something is extremely hot. You need something extremely cold to uncover it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a baby wipe will not suffice. Mm-hmm. You have to have mm-hmm. an ice cube. Okay. So if it's cold and you use the bathroom, you be getting like warm butt stuff. No, it's. I just it just see like you know it's just <laughs> counteracting the. No, no. Only, grab. only when you and have I, hot shits. Okay, I feel you. Only times, when you have normal. hot shits. It's normal. It's fine. I feel you. Right. I, I feel you. I right. understand everything that you are saying right now, and I, I believe you. I stand with you. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have hot shits, whenever you have hot shit. How the hell does it get on hot shit? I just, it comes with the territory. <laughs> yep. I'm hot. So you ask me talk to you. <laughs> That's what I see you coming. He said, "Don't tell your booty be like." <laughs> That's the sound she make. So the ice cube going in. Booty horse. Open the door, feel the breeze, and pop that ass like AJ's and Freeze with this sexy ease. I had to. I had. It was just. It was. Timely. It was just time. It was timely. It was timely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, welcome, 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 welcome. Man. We're still doing like intros. Ooh. We're still doing. We're not doing intros anymore. You guys said how you feel. Somebody is is hot. Apparently, <laughs> TJ is cool. <laughs> you got white pants, man. It's dangerous, <laughs> man. Whoa, it's wild out here. Yes. It's wild. Not the white pants. Oh Stains Sheesh. on a thousand. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. <laughs> So going going back to the original topic of discussion, which was which was Nate, Man. I said I was going to shoot him some bail, and I shoot him a little bail. Um, I found myself actually defending him a lot with certain people, like in comments or saying things, because I I'm somebody that I trained to fight. I have competed in fighting. I know, like most people think, oh, because I didn't have street fights, I can get into the ring. No, with somebody. No, it's it's not the same thing. I was a trained bum would beat up like a right leg. Any, nine times, well, I'll say maybe seven, seven times out of ten, somebody that has been trained very well, even if they're not that good, they will whoop somebody fresh off the street that thinks they got hands. Take that, Dominic Toretto. <laughs> you are going to at some point. You're going to have to have this talk with Vin. I just, yeah, we just have to, I just want to be, I just need to be in the writer's room and somebody has to make it make sense to me. Or they don't, they could just pay me and I'll just write some bullshit with y'all. I mean, we can definitely do that. Yeah. We're, we're, we're definitely for writing of the bullshit in case mm-hmm. anybody was wondering. But um, I used to be that guy, 
like not not the amateur for some reason i was just naturally good even when i got into structured fighting so not to toot my own horn but hey <laughs> i wasn't like fantastic but i had hands only thing i really had to learn was how to piece together the combos properly and that's rhythm just you know if i have rhythm you can figure that out at some mm-hmm. point but i was one of the guys that were like when somebody came our sparring used to be on fridays and somebody like oh you don't want to come and train and do the classes but i want to show up and spar because i know how to fight i'm the one that they would sick on people <laughs> so they'd be like all right you, you want to spar right want to spar okay dc you gonna take this one they knew I had enough compassion to not really hurt people, but I knew that whatever I did was going to hurt people. And we've had a few people that like, they sick me on them and I'm, I'm being relatively nice and they still don't make it past one round. I have a question real quick. Cause you're tall as hell. Yeah. So like when you were fighting people, are they about the same height or is it just like weight class? Um, it went by weight class. Now when we're sparring at the gym, um, for the team that I was fighting or the gym that I was fighting for, everybody fought everybody. Because if you're a smaller fighter and you're training against somebody bigger than you, then it works to your advantage. So for me, because I was a big guy that was also strong, but I was quick, mm-hmm. they would make me fight the smaller guys sometime when they were training for fights because you're not going to fight anybody your size that's as strong as I am that's going to be as quick as I am. So you're really going against on hard mode, so to speak. So when you get against this person that's smaller than you, that's going to stand in front of you, it's an easy target. Um, Say our bigger fighters, like our heavyweights, our super heavyweight fighters, they would make them go against me because anybody else you fight is not going to be as energetic as me. I'm strong enough to compete with you, but I'm also smaller than you to move around and actually get you tired. So it's working on your cardio. It's working on your endurance for the fight. So... When you're training, it doesn't really matter who you're going against. It's just depending on the reason why you're going against that person. Uh, Say they might have me spar sometimes, full sparring against other people that were grappling dominant because that was not my strong suit. Like I knew how to defend. I knew how to like maybe get somebody into a submission if they fucked up and made the wrong move. I was really just trying to defend good enough to get back on my feet and land some shit. Like I want to stand up and fight. All that tussling on the ground, I'm 6'4". That's too much limbs that can get twisted in the wrong way if I make the wrong mistake. Because it's strategic. People think that you just go in there and like, oh, I beat your ass and I got you in a chokehold. No, that's chess. Fighting is chess, whether it's boxing or whether it's MMA, whatever it is. Fighting is a chess play. You have to really know your moves at least three or four steps ahead. Grappling, I may know one or two steps ahead, but not enough as somebody that's a full-blown gra- grappler. So that would be my uh, my downfall. So that's what we would work on. Um, as far as fighting competition-wise, it's weight-based. Yeah. So it didn't have to be the same height as me. Like, there there are some people that were shorter than me. <laughs> right. There's a couple I mean, people. That's, yeah, that's, this, that's Mike's career. That's Mike's whole Mike career. Mike was always a shorter But dude. that's what made him great because mm-hmm. he's – tiny compared to other people that are heavyweights that are six foot six one six two or six four like um lennox lewis i think he's six four or six six something like that he's big as fuck but mike is only like five nine so that was his technique i'm gonna get in close and i'm gonna i'm gonna beat the body up and then if i can sneak an uppercut in i'm knocking you out but if you don't know how to use your distance and he's i'm an attacker i'm going to close ground on you that's my strong suit. I'm bobbing. You can't. I'm active. I'm not just going to stand here and trade with you. I'm going to get into the body, and I'm going to eat that body up, and then it's going to be an uppercut or something, and you going night-night. 
but it's a chess move. I know my disadvantage, so I know how to use it to my advantage. That comes with practice. That comes with experience. Now, albeit, uh, what's, what's the white boy name? Little musty white boy? Mm. Paul. Logan Paul. Mm. Logan Paul, Jake one Paul. Them, one of them. One, one of the Paul. One of them Negroes, but clearly <laughs> them, them, they are from the mountains of Caucasus. So they definitely. White <laughs> niggas. <laughs> right. Uh, whichever Paul brother it is. He's been doing these celebrity novelty fights for, what, two, three years now? Yeah. So he's been training for three years. Nate hasn't even trained for one full year. That's a big difference. Even if he sucks as a fighter, three years experience versus five, six months, it does not compare unless you are a natural fighter, but you still have to know composure. Right. Like, I naturally knew how to fight, but I lost my first fight because I... I didn't know how to pace myself energy-wise. So it's not even that I lost the fight. Like, I lost because we both were so tired. Like, I beat him up badly, but we were both drained. And he, like, tapped me, and I fell, and I got back up. And because it's amateur, they waved it off. It's like I had adrenaline dump. For me, I didn't know how to pace myself. I just saw first round, I hit him, his head dipped. (laughs) And he fell against the gate, and I just saw red. And I'm like, oh, he's going down. So I just tee off on his face. All I see is me, his head, bouncing off my gloves. I'm not thinking about my energy. I'm not thinking about pacing myself. I'm not thinking about quality shots. I'm not thinking about my breath. I'm not thinking about all these things that you learn as an experienced fighter. And that's, I yeah, I lost on paper, not because I got beat, but because I had a bad strategy and couldn't compose myself. That's something you learn with experience. Nate didn't know that. Do you That's not think true. it had anything to do with like Paul being white and him being kind of arrogant a little bit? Like, oh, that's the white. Oh, boy. that's the main thing. I think that was. I think that had a, a part to do with it. I think it was. You know, you think you could just stomp a white boy's ass, right? And I think you know he kind of got caught up in. Everybody thinks that being an athlete in one area is automatically gonna translate to another to another area like and it just didn't no. like basket like you know you are great at basketball you step on the field you're trash you would be great on the field you step on a fucking golf course you're trash like right. all of these things have specific techniques and nigga just thought he can go in there and swing hands and like you said like you know nate might have gotten busy in the nba like in the locker rooms and shit like oh niggas practice i'll beat your ass right. like but you niggas are just two niggas at, at, at the end of the day like y'all are great basketball players but y'all was probably two niggas just fighting against somebody like you said who's had years of training he might technically if they might if they both have the same amount of time the fight might go completely different you know they're like they're they're in different weight classes though aren't they like yeah no he's he's, he's definitely outweighed he's definitely outweighed which plays a role in it you can be a strong athletic small guy i can take somebody that's full-blown stronger than me smaller than me the whole nine yards I've had guys at my gym like that. Like, they were wrestlers in high school and tried to do the college thing. Wrestling, wrestlers are short, stocky, strong. But I have reach and speed and athleticism as well. If you trade blows with me, you're losing. So they would always default to grappling. Why? Because they know that that's not my strong suit. If I'm getting my ass whooped hand-to-hand, I'm not going to stand hand-to-hand with you. Who got a lot of flack for... um Michael Jai White got a lot of flack for that on one of his interviews because he was just like, you niggas don't know fighting. He's like, I would beat the shit out of Bruce Lee. Not that Bruce Lee can't fight. Right. He's like, but I'm like twice this nigga's size. Right. He's like, he could th- 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 me. And I'm like, if I connect once, it's a, it's a problem. Yeah. And I was like, Two no. expert, like two black belts, and I have the size advantage over you, then yeah. 
So it's it's a reason why we have weight classes and sanctioned fights and yeah. things of that nature. So I know, of, of course, we're going to get these jokes off because you got leaned in front of the entire world for $600. But still. Was it really 600 Was that a typo? No, I, I don't know if it's a typo or not, but the articles I read said they both got 600 <sighs> Now, I'm hoping that it's more than that because I know this is how Paul is eating. Mm-hmm. He's not, I mean, aside from his social media stuff, he's eating off of these fights. Like, he does, what, two a year or some shit like that? Because yeah, this is like his fourth one. Mm-hmm. Um, he he baits people by being a dick in social media and being an arrogant-ass white boy, and which makes people want to fight me. And then I'm still constantly training throughout all this time until I accept a match. I, being said, oh, fuck that little white boy up. How a lot of us can be. Even we've said it on the show, you know, if you just punch him in the mouth, but at the same time, know how to throw a punch first because there's a technique to that. Yep. It's not just going in there swinging like he was, and then you're missing. And like, no right. technique, no blocking, no awareness of your body. If you get tired, somebody could flick you, and you're going to sleep. Like, it takes energy. One thing about the Nate thing, though, I think, you know, we're just going to keep it, you know, a buck with fighting. Like, keep it a buck. Niggas looking at all, you know, world stars and all that shit. Those are terrible fights. Horrible. Like, it's funny because you got knocked out. But even those, like, just the idea of, like, okay, man, like, even if you're not a, you know, you're, you're not, like, a trained fighter. I'm not a trained fighter. But come on, you like, y'all are swinging way from the shoulder. The punch is coming from way no, out here. It's awful. If you, if you it's had. It's disrespectful. Yeah, if you had, like, a, a, a complete debilitating injury and you couldn't move right, a motherfucker throwing a punch from way out here. I could probably move out the way. Most definitely. Like, y'all are, like, niggas are just, and it's like, y'all just and have you anger. Lose, like, fighters, you lose power coming from, a, your power doesn't come from swinging all wide. Niggas are because they have fought, they know how to fight, right. which it is, is not the same. Not. It's not the same thing. It is not the same thing. So, I say all this to, to defend Nate, but I also use it to say, in the great words of the, the, the mighty LeVar Ball, Stay in your lane. Pretty much, because that nigga signed up for that. Like, right, you, y'all making fun of? Yes, because he he signed a lot of dotted lines to right. get to that ring. Like, There's you, a, you had ample you time to what like, you desire, boy. If nothing else, <laughs> like you said earlier, you couldn't get with the right people. Like you know, you know, professional athletes. Nobody said, "Hey, uh, Hey, you want to work with like my Mitch coach to help you get better? Like your homeboy helping you train is not going. I like some of the videos he would post of him training. Now, granted, I don't know how he how hard he actually trained, but it's like, okay, you're working out. You've been doing that. You're in shape. That's not. That's the least of your worries. He didn't work no footwork drills, no nothing. It's you yeah. hitting, hitting the yeah, mitts. It's like that doesn't teach you how to fight. Watching like yeah, even just something just specifically talking about boxing like. All of those things matter. Like, I think, you know, people assume, like, boxing because, you know, MMA is out now. So because somebody doesn't throw kicks, that footwork, no, like, there's a there's a method to footwork. Right. Like, moving in and angles. You can angle your punches. Like, even looking at somebody, like, fucking, besides Floyd, like, looking at Canelo fight now. That motherfucker, like, I'm I'm peace. I know what I'm, I want him to throw this punch. I'm going to step here. Like, all of that shit is, like, you fight boxing is man. cerebral as fuck. Yeah. You, you niggas you, you, you are wild. Technique-wise, fight half a man. If you stand in front of somebody and you trade blows, you're going to get your ass whooped. So mm-hmm. you pick a side based on whichever punch you're going to fight, and you're fighting half of a person. That's basic. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't know that. 
somebody that's not a trained fighter is not going to think of that. They're going to think in order to keep from getting hit, I got to dodge and move. That's more energy you're wasting. It really only takes a little bit of movement to dodge something. Unless you're like Roy Jones and you're really good at doing it just to fuck with people. Like, let me move around on purpose. But once again, nigga, back to Mike. Mike slips. Like, I think, I think that's probably even why they use the term. Like, I'm not jumping out. Like, nope. moves, smooth little slip. And then I'm going to still step in so I can get into the body. Like, all of it is, like, fluid. Mo- you niggas is dumb. Like, like I, you know, I love Nate. But, nigga, like, I'm going to make fun of you, nigga. You know, that was dumb. Like, yeah. it was just a dumb move. Especially not for a small amount of money. Like, if you're going if you to take a risk of doing something for the first time that you've never done before and you have the opportunity to get paid for it, get as much as you can. Yeah. <clears throat> this draw thing, I feel like that was for... It, it, I it, feel like that was to make everybody happy. It was novelty. It was yeah. novelty. I mean, it was supposed to be novelty. So, for those of you that don't know, I don't know how you didn't know, but there's people that don't know. But say you're listening and you don't know what happened. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. had a draw, and they both got participation belts. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's it's funny in general, but it's funny because of the era that they came because they like that era box was like. Bro, if I could kill you in this ring, right? Like, right. fuck this. Mo- like, niggas still wanted the money, but it was like, bro, I really will fight the best. Like, I'm willing to really get hurt, right. and I'm willing to really fucking like. Mike was, Mike is the nicest Mike has been right now. Mike was like, bro, like in public, like I want to eat your kids. I'm a fuck you till you love me. I'll never stop saying this line. Mike got out of jail for a skin beef and told the world for what I've gone through I really wish I'd have raped the bitch like that nigga was really like a dog ass nigga and y'all are like oh you gotta draw like you can see Mike going like "Ah, I could've killed him punch Mike could've like not to say Roy didn't have like Roy cause I I talked a lot of shit Roy did more than I thought he was gonna do Roy still you know Roy will beat the fuck out of a regular nigga like Roy Roy at 50 will beat the fuck out of I would say I would say anybody anybody 30 and up like and even probably in your 20s if you just are a fucking trash ass fighter but that nigga Mike was like, I was like, yo, bro, like, Mike is really a cool nigga because there was some shit. I was like, yo, Mike could have killed that nigga right there. Like, <laughs> you can see Mike go, oh, oh, wait, no, no, yeah. let me relax, let me relax. Yes. I didn't know, I didn't come here for that. <laughs> oh, all right, wait, wait, shit. This is just a mother, oh, shit. All right, all right, all right. We're no, good, no, we're good. No, yeah. here's, here's hopefully the right clip. I don't it I beat the shit out when Yes. Like, yep. Niggas don't want to fight no more. They. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> like you, it's a different situation. But that same attitude as a black dude entering a ring against somebody that's been training will get your head knocked off, destroyed. And 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 that's what happened, unfortunately. And it wasn't even a great, it, it was a sloppy-ass punch. Mm-hmm. It wasn't nicely placed. Nope. It didn't really have any power behind it because the form was terrible. Mm-hmm. But if your hands are down. Respect the button. Y'all niggas going to respect. That nigga can't knock me out. Yes, the fuck he can, any, bro. It, look, all of us have jaws. The button. They all connect, if you, at the right moment, at the right time, <laughs> I don't care who, your body is designed to do that to protect your brain. Go to bed. That is what a knockout is. Y'all think how hard I, no. I've dazed people just throwing place. Like, I'm setting up a punch, and I threw this just to set the, something else up. And How many? Ready. Yeah, just like how many viral videos are are there out there of, like, you know, little uh, 
five two girl play boxing with her with her homeboy or boyfriend. She throws a wild slap. Nigga slumped. She hit the button. Like this nigga's every bit of six two two oh five down. Like easy, easy. So back to this the participation award. How how do we like you were saying? Two people coming from that era where. Ass whoopings were in abundance, and we were really out here throwing them to have them get participation belts. A million because dollars in, helps. Well, for them, a million dollars helps, but I think Mike got more. He should have. I think Roy. I feel somewhere I read. I believe Roy got three, and Mike got like ten. Oh yeah, then give me my participation belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, you don't, you don't yeah. care. I participate. I don't like a care. But as a but as a principal, I um. You know, that's that's kind of been in conversation for like the world we live in now. You get a fucking eighth place trophy. Right. We might really be the last. No, nigga, you fucking lost. Right. And that's fine. <laughs> like you're a fucking loser today. <laughs> if you don't want to be a fucking loser tomorrow, then maybe you should get good. Right. Fucker. Like you lost because you know why you lost. This was a race and you lost because you're fat. Now you can stay fat and not race. That's perfectly fine. But I'm not going to give you a fucking reward. You fucking lost. Right. That nigga beat you by a mile. Nigga, you know how far it is between one and eight? Why the fuck? No. There's three things because you should get better. Like, I'm not downgrading you. Right. If you don't want to race, then maybe we should find something. You get it. If you want to race, then bitch, you got to get good. You don't get a fucking reward for that. Shut up. Right. Now, now in, in this situation, I'll say it's a little bit different for the participation award. Because neither one of them are really active fighters. This doesn't really go to their to their records at all. They're way past their prime, and they're mm-hmm. really doing it for our entertainment and the enjoyment of us being able to see two people that we never, ever thought would fight. And it's, I think it's, from a mental health therapeutic standpoint, it's closure for Mike to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I stepped away from boxing because I was in this terrible space going through all these different things, and now I'm in a much better space. Now I'm a much peaceful person, but I still have the ability to let out my passion for this, train for it really hard, and then go out and, and express myself in the, really the only way I know how. Right. So 15 years, I have the ability to come back and, and show myself to these people and have the accolades. It's kind of like in the Rocky movie when he, came back, to, yeah, when he yeah. came back to fight Antonio Tarver. And it's like, we didn't really care if he won or not at the end of the fight. It's just the fact that I came out of retirement to show that I still got it. The respect is enough for me. So in that regard, I can I can take it. I'm so glad he stopped fighting the Rocky movies because that specific movie was where I was about to get lost. I was like, there's no way. Like, there's just, these motherfuckers are fighting to round. There's absolutely, you would die. Like I mean, he's definitely, you, you, you Muhammad after that fight. As an old man and you come back, you Muhammad. No disrespect, Mr. Ali. But nah, bro, like, after that one, you definitely... There's none in the basement. That's where your brain is, nigga. Get the fuck out of here. Your brain is in the basement, <laughs> sir. Shook, like, shook, fuck. Shook, yeah, all right. fuck all that. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm sorry. This fantasy shit, you're wild. Right. <clears throat> Don't... Don't what did Eddie Murphy say? Was it raw that he said it? Hey, Mooley, pay for my fucking candy. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> I would, you know, that would that would be. I wish they was taking that step. I wonder, like, cause you know, everybody get hype off movies. You know, kids, fucking, you know, you watch fucking uh, Star Wars. You think you can have a lightsaber? How many Italian or white men in general just got fucking demolished? <laughs> thinking Rocky was real life. I'll fucking beat niggas. Shut the fuck. What the fuck is this? What is? This? Ah, what? Stop pummeling me. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is not how it happened in the films. <laughs> yeah, 
motherfucker? Like, you can you say? Are, you are not the Italian style. Yeah, I, I beat the shit out <laughs> right now, motherfucker. Like, in these goddamn leather pants, because I just watched Raw. Like, like <laughs> shit. Ball sweating and all that. Swamp nuts, like, yeah. oh, I'll beat. And drip some juice on you. After yeah, that. It, it must have been a, ba- a sad day for some weird white man to run up on, like, a Charlie Murphy type nigga in the 80s. Oh. Dead. Beat you to don't death. even have to be a Charlie in the 80s. It's it can get way worse than mm. Charlie. Ah, uh, yeah, well, that's that's like it, it can get way like if somebody like one of them run up on an Ike Turner. <laughs> Cut a nigga all up under the bottom of your feet, white boy. Like, <laughs> shit. Awful, 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 awful. But I think the reciprocal of that. So going back to the Nate situation where we see movies where in the movies the black dudes are all tough and who yeah. are gangster and they punk on the white boys and you ain't supposed to be in this neighborhood. Get out of here before we beat your ass. And all. You're thinking because I'm some hood black person that I can beat up on every white person and you're not looking at how all these Legos are stacked up. I remember like in high school, this was, you know, you, you know, I, you learn a lot from uh, motherfuckers took L's I have to take. Right. It was, you know, an individual in high school and he was, you know, I'm a real nigga. I'm such and such. I'm not going to put, you know, whatever such and such was because, you know, y'all still good people, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> But in his mind, he was like, I'm going to beat your ass, white boy. And this white boy was like, he had played like football with us for a minute. Then after like a year, like he went full stoner, like had the fucking like stoner dress. Like you would never whatever. But he... Somebody, somebody's daddy somewhere said, you're going to learn how to throw a good punch. Them niggas got to knuckling, you know, in the locker room. And you could just see, it was like, I don't know. It was the stark difference in skills. I'm like, oh, he got his hands up. That nigga moved. You, you don't know what you're doing. It was, it was, I think it might have lasted 20 seconds. It was some of that wild shit. And he like, and he sat there because you could tell like the white boy was like a little scared because he was like, oh shit, I'm fighting. And once he realized wait a minute, you don't know what you're doing. Push. And that nigga hit the back of the locker was like, wait a minute, man. And it was like, and and he tried to do, he tried to copy him, but didn't know what to do with it. So he did one of these. That's it. I swear. To, he did that. And that nigga said, boop, 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 boop. And I was like, well, that was my lunchtime activity. Down goes yeah, Frazier. Man, that was terrible. That was a bad day. Do you have a lesson that you learned? Yes, she would. No, who else is sitting on the mic? God damn it. Yes, you. He talked. I talked. <laughs> it's your turn. I don't have a lesson. You don't have a lesson. You don't. You don't have a. You don't have a lesson that resulted in an ass whooping. Hell no! Look at my face. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Another. Re- I'm like you, pretty motherfuckers. Anyway, you know I, what? I know. I'm not about to throw hands with nobody. No. And no. no, I'm cool. Fuck you, bitch. You right. I give you right. I give you a little that. bit of that. I give a little bit of that to old niggas, like, cause you know, no, you're for others' age bracket. My father's age bracket. Those were niggas that they might not have been like trained, but them niggas, like, everybody's like daddy and uncle of a certain age knew how to fight in a basic way. Right. So I was like, you know, I'm like that was the first niggas to give me punches. I was like, niggas ain't punching like you, like at school. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You know. Just, just, just little basics. But I feel like there's a, you know, not to get like super deep in the black community's issues, but do it anyway. I feel like there is a lack of those figures in certain households, so you don't learn the little things. Like, like you clearly have like leaps and bounds as a trained fighter, but 
the little basics of fighting. I remember I got that from uncles. I got that from my grandfather. I got that from my father. But all of those were like a good age bracket of dudes. And, you know, boxing then was like big, big. So, you know, every nigga wanted to have a little bit. Everybody was like, you know, I'm going to go lift some weights. I'm going to shoot some ball. But I'm going to go to the gym and kind of work on my hands. Like even when we look at like old Martin episodes, like working on hands was like par for the course. That was like a cultural thing. But that is kind of like died out because it's like, you know, it's use me's. But there's a good generation of young niggas who like. Them shits are not a thing. Like right. those little tiny lessons here and there of across from, you know, adolescence on, even up through high school, like you're not really getting those. You don't really have to show up to the family function, like play fight your uncle in the backyard. That nigga really give you hands. You're like, right. what the fuck is this? Like, right. put your fucking hand up. Like, oh, we fighting, fighting. Like, that shit is kind of dead. So it's like, oh, you niggas really don't like That's fight. It's considered abuse today. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Like, we were like in a toxic masculinity type society, like, no, no fighting, no. That's why six year old girls in Russia punching trees down with their fucking bare hands. Right. Shit. And all your kid can do is play video games. Man. It's Fortnite. Right. I'm going to get money off of Twitch, not to knock it, but. You can do both, is what I'm saying. You can balance it out. You can balance it out. Like, you don't have to be one dimensional. But I appreciate it. Same thing for me. Staying with my dad or visiting my dad up in the Bay. He had gloves for me. He bought me some for my birthday or Christmas some one year. I don't I don't remember when. I just remember that I had them. Some Muhammad Ali gloves. It had like the father and son kit. So it had the big gloves and a pair of the little ones. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I had the little ones. He had the big ones. And he'd get on his knees and teach me how to fight. Get busy in this motherfucker, I'm bro. I'm going to teach you how to like, you're going to really learn how to take some punches. Uh, I'm not going to hit you super hard, but. I am going to invite some of the other kids from the neighborhood or your friends that are in the area, and we going y'all can fight in the front yard. I'm a referee it, I'm, but these are lessons that taught me to learn how to fight, and if not how to fight, how to take a punch and not cry yeah, after. Like, like, like it's basic survival skills for on the street, right. which you know if you are. Oh hey, I'm a black man. I'm raising young black men. Niggas don't have the luxury to be out here fucking not knowing how to, and not to be bullies, nigga. You need to know how to defend yourself. Right. Sock this nigga, throw this motherfucker, and get out of this room. Right. Like, that's the goal. Because the going to a, a more cultural standpoint for today, so we, our generation and beyond, or before that, they grew up getting lessons on how to fight, how to, you know, even the basics. The newer generations are not. But the opposite side of, of people that are not identifying with our community, they have people that are like, not the Proud Boys, but groups like them, that they are tactically training right. yep. how to shoot and fight. They are learning how to hunt and all these other things from birth. So if, we're, if it comes down to us having to literally throw hands and fight in this country for our equality or freedom or whatever it is that we're fighting for as a community, do we really have a chance at 18% in the country versus people that are trained to shoot from birth? Even though they tell us all that is toxic masculinity, right. but they teaching their kids how to do it, which is funny. It's terrible. You shouldn't do this. This is toxic behavior, toxic masculinity. You're going hunting with your father this weekend, honey. Make sure. Exactly. For them, it's fundamentals. For right. It's like, no, that's a, that's a scary black man. Right. So Pretty much. The gangbangers in your neighborhood can't teach your son how to fight right. and how to shoot because you don't want him to be around them. Right. But somewhere in West Virginia, somewhere, they are learning how to shoot and, and at five. <clears throat> right. Not even just shoot. It's like, you know, if 
Now, if you know this animal here, now they're 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 of a, they're of a different thing, but this this artery here, it's got the same thing as yep. a human. And if you take that knife, it's a smooth. The motherfuckers is learning. They ain't learning. learning that. Like learning, learning. How to like, how to gut an animal. How to not if you cut here and you drag the knife here, all that's gonna come out. If you want to kill them quickly, you cut them here or you shoot them here and you bleed. There's kids that are learning these things, and our kids are learning how to shoot people on Call of Duty and get paid on Twitch. Now, again, they don't need to know it per se, but if you have to know it in an emergency situation and you do not, yeah, if see, your like, life is on the line, because in those situations, your life is on the line, whether you know it or not, fight or flight. Whether you're fighting or flighting, your life is on the line, and even if you run, you are still in danger. It's this aversion to it that I don't like. Like, everybody's not going to be fucking captain survivalist. Like, right. that, you know, there's just honestly probably not enough hours in the world. If you're a, if you are a tech dude and you know how to code and you're doing this and you're doing that, you might not be able to learn how to fucking, like, gut an elk and then cook it properly or whatever the fuck. But this cultural, like, aversion to be like there's no space for any type of like I'm like that seems like you kind of lulling people to sleep when right. there's just no realm for any type of violence and violence doesn't you know necessarily need to be like chaotic I'm gonna go fuck the world up but I should know how to defend myself I should at least be able to kind of put yourself in the mindset of like nobody can ever prepare to like gut a motherfucker but should you you better you should be able to maybe in an adrenaline a little more f- fight as opposed to just because there's fight flight and you don't want to be one of the motherfuckers who's Frazzled, yeah, yeah, because that's what it is. Deer in headlights. You, I don't know how to think in this scenario. So now, like you're saying, it 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 takes a lot nerve wise to be able to react accordingly to save yourself, as opposed to not reacting at all. Because I've never been prepared for this weird other parallel that we have in our communities that we don't teach anymore that we used to. Fucking. <laughs> For real. Like, long gone are the days where people, I'm going to teach you how to put on a condom. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you about, it's difficult to have to talk about the birds and the bees, but people aren't even really doing that anymore. I remember Granted, because I've discovered Pornhub by six anyway. But. I remember getting the talk and having the fucking, uh, Remember that fucking class where it was like yep. um, yeah. red asphalt, and then like oh yeah, other than then like in that same class, a week later, a week later when you was doing fuck shit, and I was like, they showed you like, hey, by the way, you know, if you fuck, this is the product of yeah. it, and you're like, that's that's a pussy, and like that lasts for two seconds. You're like, damn, they showing pussy. Oh, it's a head coming Ooh. out. Oh, and you're like, whoa, this ain't cool. Like, right. you should probably you know, I didn't, careful. I didn't have to. I granted, I got all that in school. I got the same. I don't, why don't they show red asphalt anymore? I know they have it somewhere on YouTube. Nigga, that, boy, that shit. You see people scooping up brains off yeah, the ground. Like, you yeah. gonna you gonna think to drive a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but they was like, speed if you want to, motherfucker. Like, right. People are so sensitive these days. That's, that's part of that. Like, they don't want their kids exposed to things. Your kids are gonna be exposed to I don't want anybody else to yeah, expose yeah. my kids to it. I want to do it myself. But, but you're not it. going to do exactly. it. They yeah, I think, it. I think our generation is either fortunately or unfortunately... Mm-hmm in the swing of the pendulum like you had maybe like our parents and parents before them it was like feelings are for fucking idiots get out there you're 12 build that fucking shed if you cry you're fucking insane and jesus will take care of it and now it's like complete 
change the other way like everything is feelings and it's like that's not good like we're in the midst of it needs to balance out but i just feel like we're in the if you you know to look at it from like a bit of a farther lens like we're just we're in the reactionary phase but on everything like we're reactionary we're in the reaction we're in the immediate reaction to anything violence masculinity femininity sexual shit all that shit like i didn't like what they did so we're gonna do the complete opposite and that's not exactly like Right? right either right Nobody knows great. Like on Netflix, and they want to cancel it. Like, if you don't like it, don't fucking watch it. Why does everybody have to be canceled? It's like everybody's gonna do that. Because we live in a society, especially here in this country, where we expect everybody to think the same. We don't expect everybody or hold everybody accountable for not acting the same and acting out their extremes, but we want everybody to think on one accord, not realizing that our differences are what creates balance. So just like you said, binary thinking is similar to like what I posted earlier this week about uh, religion in general, you know, saying that God is not a monolith. We approach in every country, every culture, they approach religion or some sort of practice in one dimension and think that that one dimensional thought is what's correct. But if you step outside of that, you realize there's different components to this and they all kind of correlate. They're all important. As much as I think this way, I need to step outside of that, see the importance of this other perspective as well, because that's going to help me understand what I need to do for myself. Now, that even correlates back to the whole fighting situation. I'm thinking of this in a binary, one dimensional way. I'm an athlete, so I can do this. I got muscles. I can jump really high. You don't jump in boxing, but I can jump really high. So I'm going to get in the ring because I'm a professional athlete and I'm going to just whoop his ass. And I'm black. Oh, this is going to be easy. And then you find out that's not step outside of your boundaries a little bit. Inform yourself in a different area so that you can really make an informed decision. Like, that should be, like, a personal practice. Like, you know what? I've been thinking this way for a while. Let's go ahead and find some shit that gets on my nerves a bit. I might be wrong or some shit. You know, right. It's weird. I mean, it, it's it's weird to us because we have the ability to understand the positive components of the perspective right. of having multiple perspectives. Yeah, it's just, like, you know, like, too shallow of a perspective. Even when you said anything from God or to fighting, because, like, even if you are, like, a boxer but if you if you're fighting somebody who's also a trained person but you're in a street fight you could potentially be at a disadvantage because i'm not using boxing rules in a street fight but if your only lens is i'm going to box well nigga here's a bottle to your face pussy i'm not fucking finna yeah i'm gonna kick you right in the kneecap like i hope you could yeah i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna fuck all this shit up like dummy like especially in the god thing i don't even like it's that doesn't make any fucking sense like (laughs) That video I like that I posted earlier that, like this week where it was just like you know, um, it was something you sent me something from spiritual world and it was just like you know God and like uh, there was somebody was making fun of like tarot cards and like spirituality and shit right. and it was like y'all don't know that like everything you do in this thing is a ritual like you eat the body and the blood like you're putting like oil on heads and like you're catching like all of this is the same shit all of this is the same. and even in like from like a, even if you like 
took out we don't i mean you could take out the spiritual aspect but like historically you can just look at historical oh look at this group of people invaded this land and oh that's where you guys took that from it's it's really easily correlated where you like oh that's where y'all got that practice from you just called it something different because it made sense to y'all but even in the sense of god like why would you think that this omnipotent being would be really really easy to boil down into a book like you got it all figured out in this one book word that's it like and that book has people don't give i just people don't give god you don't give we don't give any like concept the depth or fucking magnet magnitude that it deserves we don't give it to god motherfuckers don't give it to love this is this portion of how i can comprehend it well, that's it. No, nigga, you're just dumb. You can comprehend it that way for a while. But at some point, you got to probably get, you know, open that up because well, everything you said is ass now. You <laughs> shut the fuck up. Right. And it's it's going to change. Going just to like should. sticking with the Bible. It's changed multiple times within its, say, 3,000 year existence. Are you fucking King Jamesers? All right. It's changed multiple times for different reasons by different people with different motives. But everybody in during that time approaches it as if this is a hundred percent fact. Like, well, that's <laughs> yes, that's the main reason for it in a lot of different situations. But if you're not thinking outside the box, you're going to willingly go along with it and you're going to set yourself up for disaster. Not to say that something good can't happen. So sticking with the parallels of today with the Nate fight, I'm sure there's some good things that can come from that experience, even though it looks bad on the surface. I mean, social media moves so fast, it'll be forgotten. I mean, yeah, but shit, shit, L is where you learn, like, even from him, like, one, you should learn how to fight. Two, you should fucking learn not to fucking jump head first into some shit without really, really taking your time to analyze. Am I doing this? Should I like? Did I prepare for this problem? Right, right. Preparation is key for sure. Or, or even one of the main things I would say he should take away: ego. Big facts. If you have a certain, I can do whatever the fuck. Okay, life is going to humble you. Now, unfortunately, you're getting humbled by somebody that's struggling with the same shit. Their ego is worse than yours, but the experience is on their side and it's not on yours. But I think. For us, even as a community, our ego causes us to not learn the lesson the way that we need to or that's best beneficial for us because we listen to that voice in the back of our head. It's a bit, fuck that nigga. I can do whatever the fuck I want. I can do this. And you're just, I'm binary, yeah, there's monolith thinking, and I'm not taking it on to account all these other things. And then next thing you know. There's a lack of like, I don't know. There's like a lack of discernment or ability to go. All right, man, there's believing in myself, and then there's me being an egotistical right. dick and just right. completely going, nigga, it's okay to know your limits. Right. They don't got to always be your limits, but bitch, you got limits. Like You should have limits. You fuck? physically have limits, so you should mentally have some limits or some discernment, but there's people that have physical limits that they are not aware of mentally, and that's when you put your head in your ass. <laughs> got your head all in your ass. Because you weren't, you weren't thinking about, what are my boundaries? I'm a challenge Hussein Bolt to a race. I can run faster than him. Everybody been telling me I'm fast all my life. 
the, the dude that comes in eighth to Hussein Bolt will dust you. Right. Yeah, if anybody said that, I would just be like, oh, you have to understand, like, like professional athletes, like the worst dude is like the best of the average motherfucker. Like, right. Somebody said something one time that I remember, like, we used to have this conversation a lot in college, but they were talking about like, you know, that's when like Alabama just became like this motherfucking like monstrous powerhouse with it, like, which that they still are. But like at the time, somebody who was from Alabama, I, I believe, was like, they could fucking take on, and we were like, nigga, the worst NFL team is going to. Ass fuck these. Don't even don't even say mm-hmm. that shit. Like, there's a complete different level of like, don't do that. Like, they're great. They're an amazing top tier, the best college team. Right. And that's exactly where they like their gods in that room. They step out of that, they're children. These are grown ass grown men. Stop it. Don't fucking do that. You you niggas is weird. One thing I do want to touch on before we run out of time, sticking with this whole narrative. Like we said earlier, um, somebody should have came to him and said this, 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 and this. At what point in time when you learn certain lessons do you keep an eye on the circle that you are surrounding yourself with? You, I'm, mm. Like when you learn these lessons, you have to take a step back and look at your circle and be like, ain't nobody, ain't nobody. But see, I None think of y'all that, was going to tell me that there's some shit that I was missing. Y'all just sat here for these months and watched me train like this, and y'all told me I was going to be fine. But, see, I think even that perspective is a level of awareness that some niggas don't have. Like, instead of going, why didn't anybody tell me that I didn't have the skills yet? But it seems like, I don't know, but it always seems like in entertainment spaces, when niggas get to a certain, it would get blamey, but without acknowledging that you weren't good enough. Like, I could have beat him if a motherfucker would have just, if you would have tied my shoes, probably like, right. no, bro. Like, you just can't fight. Right. But that's on you to kind of, as you rise, make sure you keep, like, motherfuckers tried to, like, you know, like, I would say even with, like, LeBron. His homie who's, like, the agent dude, like, for somebody to have been in your life that long, I know that nigga probably has conversations and says shit to LeBron People probably go like, oh, LeBron is like the one that carries him. Nah, that nigga probably goes, hey, bro, you were fucking up. Right. Like, you know, like you, I don't give a shit about the $800 billion nigga. I've been with, it, been with you when we was back in Ohio doing fuck all. Like you have to keep people like that around. You'd be like, yo, you're fucking up highly. Like I believe in you and shit, but because I believe in you, like we can do this, but we're not going to skip these steps. You're trying to, you tr- you want a bunch of motherfucking yes men around you. Right. But that's on you to keep your, your circle around you. Like, if you keep fucking up, you know, and picking up speed, fucking up fast, picking up speed, like, that's your fault. Right. You know, like, motherfuckers have to be accountable, but that is your problem. Like, you put this circle around you, you did that. Right. And if your ego gets out of control and nobody's willing to hold you accountable for your ego, you got to take the lumps. But part of the lumps may be either... I don't want to say chastising them like they're kids, but but some words need to be said to your group or you got to cut your group loose because they've we've reached a part where I can't continue to grow with people that are not going to help me understand when I'm fucking up. If I'm keeping you close to me and you won't even hold me accountable, which is bare minimum for a friendship, like a close friendship, you're not going to help me progress further. I think that also helps to like to keep using the LeBron parallel. Not that he put him on, but I'm pretty sure he probably encouraged him like, okay, nigga, like, I'm balling. What are you going to do? Right. And then he becomes his own agent, mogul dude, 
you know, all this shit going on. He didn't go to school for it, but is like one of the best agents out right, right now. Like, right. I think that also helps if your team and your people around you are in positions of power, then you don't have that, you know, that like weird dynamic where I'm the breadwinner. Right. So you might want to say something, but you scared your lifestyle is going to up in. Well, nigga, if we all eating, then we're all in a position of you to go, hey, DC, you fucking up. Right. Like, you know, you can go, TJ, you fucking up royally. And it's not like, oh, I'm fucking carrying a show, nigga. You better not say shit because you got to fucking go. Pussy. Right. Whatever the fuck niggas do. Right. That's what Some people don't want to go, though. Like, I was thinking about the um, whole Gucci and Jeezy situation. You like, bound to drizzle. How Jeezy <laughs> has, like, he has grown mentally, but Gucci is still, like, in that same mindset. Because yeah. Gucci is a big fish in a small pond. Right. He's known worldwide, but I'm a giant here in yeah. East Atlanta. Jeezy has gone, I've gone worldwide. Wide, so I was forced. I was in the same situation with you, and I was forced to have to learn how to maneuver differently. I had to bind myself by new chains. I had to shed these old chains and put new chains on to keep myself restricted. But I had to upgrade. Like the ones that I had with you, you know, them was them zinc. It wasn't shit. These rusties cutting me up, and skin was irritated. But now I got gold chains. You know, these they may be binding me, but I'm still in luxury, and I've upgraded myself to this, to this new scenario. But that's because I had to learn. I was forced to learn myself. I was forced to have to pay attention to who I am, which kind of leads me to my quote for the day. Thought I forgot. <laughs> you bitch, you. Um, my quote for the day, and it's not something I wrote. Um, no man is free who is not a master of himself. That's Epictetus. That's a fucking bar. You have to be in control of your ego. You have to be in control of your emotions. You have to be able to see things on multiple perspectives to know, understand, and embrace what you don't know because that's what's going to help you grow. You have to be able to master yourself in order to grow from one level to the next because you're going to have to master new things all the time as you are progressing. Um, most importantly, the I'm thing, in control. I can hear it. I'm in control of me, baby. Like, shit, right. I get up. What I eat, I know what I eat. Make me shit, goddamn. That's right. Not, that's not, it's, that's not the same thing. Um, most importantly, as we are leaving out, you have to be what is the theme for the day. You have to be able to stay in your lane. Being able to be the master of yourself is understanding how to put yourself in certain boundaries so you can stay in your lane. So, with that, folks, stop fucking swerving. Stop bullshitting <laughs> with yourself. Don't get the ego mindset. Song thumps. But that ego in the back of your mind is going to tell you, I got this, God damn it. I can do whatever fuck fans. I don't know what you. you guys can suck my ass if you're not a crit fan. Fuck these niggas. Fuck these hoes. This the same, although I'm, although I'm playing the song and I love this song, if you have this mindset when you are approaching something new that you don't understand, this is how you end up sleep. Fuck these niggas, fuck these I got this. I'm a B.I., as Martin used to say. We saw how he turned out, like Nate, Tommy Hearns. Getting too big for your britches. When, when is life imitates art, goddammit. He definitely ended up like like Martin did at the end of the Shlump, show. Slump. So with that, that being said, we shall see you guys all on Saturday afternoon, evening. Thank you for tuning in to Just Dope Ass Podcast on this wonderful evening. Remember, we love you all. We appreciate you all. 
be great, increase yourself. This is DC no, signing out. You, make you feel like that. That's right. This is make you mm. G. Mm. DJ hey, tell me how he feel. Hey, hey, if you don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. Go out and love each other, people. Do better. Be better. Don't go to sleep. <laughs> Like this, what?